0: what's up peoples welcome back to the third now third installment of the double a podcast uh i'm noah and uh these are your lovely other co-hosts
1: hi i'm caden i'm austin
0: i'm aubrey and we have a special guest today talking about relationships with us she can introduce herself i'm anna yep that's anna um today
2: (laughs) yep that's that's uh, anna (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, today we're going to be talking about relationships and uh just not only like romantic relationships but just relationships we have different people um our friends family and i mean as i said earlier romantic relationships all right so has anybody had any like recent relationships or like anything that um that they like to say like starting off when it comes to us talking about relationships
1: uh don't speed into relationships just don't immediately start dating someone when you don't barely even know the person that's my take
0: agreed agreed don't rush into it you know um Fair wise enough. men say only fools rush in as the uh <laughs> the late great elvis presley uh has put it
1: <laughs> well on, on that subject of uh rushing into relationships um i think my biggest like the The relationship that I probably did that the most was probably this recent one. Towards the end of the fall semester of my first year in college, um, there was this girl in the uh, in the school music as well. Um, She played horn, and um, I was like, "Yeah, she's really cute." This, uh, I'll start hanging out with her, and I I did for about three or so weeks, and then we. May I ask something? What's up?
0: Ah, never mind. You said we dated. I uh I was curious to know if it was the pencil drop girl.
1: <laughs> no, but um I started hanging out with her a lot, right? And then we dated for about <laughs> a week, <laughs> and then we were like, "Uh, maybe we should, you know, not do this." And uh yeah, so that's that's gone. I, I think we're still friends though. We, we
0: talk are talking. You're good not still bit, friends. So. If you uh, think you're still friends, you're not still friends. Most likely. I, uh, yeah. as far as like going into it, getting a weekend and then realizing like this really isn't it, I feel like nowadays we're so quick to put a label on things. I feel like the talking period is something that really gets overlooked nowadays because like people are so quick to rush into things and like people jump into the label of boyfriend, girlfriend without actually realizing, like, is this a, could this be a romantic relationship or is this just a really good friendship? And um, me personally, like, I feel like anybody who gets kind of upset about talking to somebody for a long time isn't looking for a good relationship with that person. They're looking for something else, something probably physical, because they're not willing to get to know that person where they actually start changing things i I say changing things in their life but like changing their priorities for that person because in that talking period you naturally begin to start like wanting to hang out with this person and wanting to do this like do something with this person rather than going and do this thing you used to do and you kind of change priorities throughout that and just jumping right into a relationship you don't have that want and then people start people start expecting different things when you jump
3: into it yeah i think people totally skipped over like you said the talking stage but also the whole aspect of going on dates and getting to know each other before actually dating yeah it's called dating for a reason and people just completely skip over dates they just hop straight into it Mm -hmm. i agree
1: i definitely made that mistake so (laughs)
3: <laughs> way to call
1: me out Kate no, I'm kidding.
3: it's a different thing like
0: hanging out with somebody and then going on a date with somebody is something completely different mm-hmm. because I've hung out with somebody I used to I, I went on a date with this girl but I used to work with this girl she was cool we used to work together it was one of those like professional relationships you know you're working with them and uh-huh. like she was cool she's a friend she still is a friend we went I it wasn't really a date it wasn't really a date we just went to lunch together and it was, it was not, there were, there were some other things that weren't known walking into the lunch, but, um, but (laughs) she, like, it it would just, it wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna be a thing, so it just stayed a friendship, and I feel like that's something that, like, nobody does nowadays, is, like, start off just going out to eat with somebody one-on-one and having those conversations, people just kind of Like how, and you don't know how somebody acts a different way around a group of people versus just talking to them over a lunch, you know?
2: I don't like to skip over the talking phase just because I, I don't know, I like to know what I'm getting into because then if I'm friends with this dude and we talk for three days and then he's like, hey, let's date. And I'm like, okay, well, what if I hate him the next week? Then I'm going to have to break up with my friend and then I won't have a friend anymore
3: how many previous relationships has everyone been in that, like, you actually count as a relationship? Ooh. Mm.
0: Uh, zero. Uh, I count, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll say three. I'll say three. They were all three months or more.
3: Yeah, I'd say three.
0: Well, if that's the case, then all
1: of mine don't count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Thanks. I'd, I'd say five. Five? Yeah. All
0: right. How many of those relationships were conceive over a long distance like a long period of time? None. None?
1: No. Max of done in a relationship is two months.
3: I see. One was six months. Another was eight months. Uh, And then the three, four, and five were a month, a month, and a month and a week. (laughs) um,
0: I've been in three relationships, two of which were three months. Well, like a little over three months. And the other one was like almost four years.
2: I had one oh. in like eighth grade and over the summer, and then one freshman year, but I don't count those because I didn't ever see them at all. And then there was one, but we weren't dating, so that doesn't count. So, really, only one huh. that I count.
0: Roll time. Was... <laughs> Roll time, bro. Well,
1: how many of those would you say um, was meaningful and the fact that you probably learned something out of it
0: me personally I feel like only one uh just because dating somebody for three months like you don't you don't get anything I learned that I don't like to be with mean people um (laughs) I mean I I learned that I've learned that I don't care to be with somebody that doesn't value or appreciate the life that they were given and um it just kind of Kind of makes you step back and like realize that not not everything you think you're getting into is what it is. You can't hide crazy for long
4: as someone who has not really been in a relationship, uh, I don't think you have to be in one to find out what you don't want. Sure. I agree. I agree with that.
3: I figured out how relationships worked in today's age. and I just kind of realized i don't I don't like it. Like going back to the whole talking stage and all that stuff, like people just jump into stuff so quickly and or people will take it so incredibly slow that it doesn't really feel like you're dating like for example i dated a girl for a year and we hugged once
0: if you really care about somebody and i'm not like outing outing anything that like you feel or anybody feels but i'm just saying in a sense of like being in a relationship or a romantic relationship like yeah in today's day and age that's crazy you hugged once in a year but Not knowing somebody completely at first, and it takes a minute to actually get to know somebody. I dated somebody for four years, and like it takes a minute to actually get to know somebody. Like rushing in, saying rushing into a relationship, rushing into doing things within a relationship, or expecting things in a relationship, um, that just comes into like personal preference. I feel like people are expecting something. They have their own agenda when it comes to relationship, and in all honesty, you should have you shouldn't have an agenda when it comes like to a relationship if if something is going to happen it's going to happen and just setting boundaries from the beginning and figuring out what you both want in a relationship like if you want something that's merely just somebody to talk to like that's a different relationship than being in a romantic relationship but i feel like people expect different things and don't talk about that up front and talking about that up front is a really big thing that you should you should do just so that nobody's expecting anything that they shouldn't be, or nobody's getting upset about something that they feel like
3: should be happening already. I, um, I've um, got a couple of questions to ask about everyone's most recent relationships. <clears throat> First off, uh, how long was everyone's most recent relationship, starting with Noah? Almost four years. Almost four years. Were there any breaks during that, or was it just <clears throat> a few? There was
0: one, but we didn't count it because like you can, you can step away from a relationship and still not lose that love that you have for somebody and mm-hmm. still not lose that want to be in a relationship. We took a break because we weren't capable of being in a proper relationship. We were, I, I say we, like, we weren't mature enough to stay in that relationship and try to make it work. So it was better to step away for a little bit and then let what happens happens. And if we get back together, okay, we get back together. And Mm. uh, that did happen. Not that it was a really long break, but we just really, we didn't, we didn't stop thinking about each other. So we didn't count the break to be anything against our relationship.
3: Dating for four years. That is a insanely long amount of time.
0: It is. It is a very long time. And it honestly didn't, didn't feel like that long of a time. Like when you, um, when you really, really love somebody, and this is going to be kind of sappy. But when you really like when you really love somebody and you put in that effort, it, it doesn't feel like four years. It feels like it, it honestly feels like a very minuscule amount of time just because you're um, trying to build each other up and just trying to go through life together.
3: In In those four years, when would you say was your happiest moment in this relationship? I was I honestly was happy
0: through the entire relationship. I'm not going to say that I wasn't that I was unhappy because if I'm unhappy in a relationship, like truly unhappy with myself and the way things are going, I'm not going to stick around. Like, I'm not going to, I'm a big guy about like my time and I'm not going to stand on a sinking ship. Mm -hmm. If, if I have any thought in my mind that something's not going to work out, I'm going to talk to them about it and I'm going to figure out, okay, from here, do we need to stay together or not? Because it's not, it's not fair to the both of us. If we are both trying to bail out a ship that has, no hole
3: yeah aubrey um, yeah you, you said you've been in one relationship <laughs> uh,
4: not really it was it was a middle school relationship a Middle so school. I don't think relationship.
3: That. yeah oh i remember this mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure i feel like were you the one that was that she was dating at the time that oh, one of her boyfriends got mad at me was it you was it you Okay, mm-hmm. I remember that those I remember that dude I was so scared. I was scared for my life, not gonna lie. I yeah, I remember that. It was so bad. I was awful in middle school. I was yeah, that was an absolute was my
4: proudest time.
3: I think everyone could say anything that has to do with relationships in middle school you just want to forget about. Yeah I agree Middle school relationships are <laughs> yeah. not that not the move. what is what is one thing that you can remember from that relationship that like you, you liked about the relationship? That was like four years ago you don't remember anything it I was just real? wasn't it wasn't that meaningful <laughs> no <laughs> she's gonna watch this and be like
2: oh, how dare he she's
3: mad because i said an
4: AIDS relationship it wasn't that meaningful that's our problem
3: <clears throat> also what about you what was your most recent relationship
1: the one i just said that lasted like a week what about before that before that uh yeah it was a nice school.
3: dated for like for like a month
1: it was around that that one was a shit show it was bad yeah uh, that one it was weird i don't know what to say about it it's like there was a lot of miscommunication and um parents got involved mm-hmm. and it was a lot of like defending the child and there's really nothing i can do about it um being very generic here because i don't want to go into detail but that was probably one of my worst relationships
3: one of your worst relationships
1: yeah i'm telling you i didn't really have bad relationships i didn't really go anything through that it was more like a a mutual like separation of like hey yeah we need to talk this isn't really working out yeah i agree okay cool let be friends and then we end up not being friends and so on but but yeah it was more it, Yeah. So Um, that
3: one was was weird. What about your? What's your Um, most recent relationship, Anna?
0: And how was it?
2: It it was like almost a year and a half, and it was. I really don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, the only reason it ended is because I just felt like I couldn't give it my everything anymore. Which, and I didn't think that was fair to him. So
0: valid is a valid reason. I feel like people are too afraid to hurt people's feelings nowadays when it comes to
2: relationships I was Um, but I got over it
0: yeah (laughs) because if like see having having that problem like not loving someone anymore or not wanting to be with somebody anymore is really hard when like you become detached from the relationship from the relationship because then when you try to end that there's a good way to end it there's a bad way to end it and a lot of people tend to steer towards that bad way and it's it's honestly disrespectful to their partner. It makes them look like a not good person, and mm-hmm. it it just it, it doesn't it doesn't always end right, and it leaves people on bad terms. Um, I'm, yeah, not gonna bad I'm not going to say I'm not at bad terms with anybody that I've been in a relationship with. Um, do we still talk? No, none of us do. But I mean, that's how it is. That's just how it is. Um, I don't think you can remain friends after a serious relationship, personally. Yeah, that's fair. Anna, you look like you have um differing opinions. Debate, please.
2: I I think you can still be friends. I just think that you can't be like friends how you were like before the relationship, you know what I mean? Like I still think that he is my friend, you know? Yeah. But I'm not gonna I don't know I'm not gonna go to him with everything like I used to. You know what I mean? I guess it's just not the same. Just, yeah.
1: I would say like yeah, that's, things that's are obviously cool. different after you get in a relationship with someone and then end it. Ended especially on a serious one because you had those experiences together and then it's Mm -hmm. like you're almost ignoring them if you go back to being you know friends or like how you were before right Mm -hmm. so I don't think that's it's it's possible but like there's obviously gonna be Mm -hmm. some differences in how you view each other and stuff like that so
3: was that like your first serious relationship yeah whenever you first got into it with it being like your your first serious one did you find it easy to like display emotions and like talk to him or did it take time
2: um I don't know I don't really open up to that many people so well it really depends with him um we talked for only for a few weeks but like within that time I I don't know I just found it easier to open up to him with I don't know
0: <laughs> personal things
2: yeah
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense you don't have an oversharing issue.
2: <laughs> I do have an oversharing. Don't <laughs> <issue. laughs> right,
3: worry, I can I can say I also do. It's rough getting into a relationship. You know, you really want it to last, but you just you you say too much. You know, sometimes that's that's the problem.
0: I feel like in a relationship, oversharing isn't a problem because there's it really isn't oversharing over, like, you know what I'm talking about? Like there's when you actually, well, it depends on what kind of relationship. If it's a romantic relationship, like if you're with that person, obviously there's some stuff that like right off the bat, you're not going to say just because you don't know each other that well. When in reality, you probably should, if you're going to make the commitment to each other that y'all are going to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but that's beside the point. Um, Like getting to be comfortable with it, say that you don't have a long talking period and just getting to be comfortable with somebody. I feel like at first you're not going to but in the relationship itself it's it's not going to work out that well if you're not going to learn to open up to each other and i understand like there's past like past things that keep you from opening up to somebody but i f- like the first phase in a relationship should honestly just be trust because you're not going to make it through a relationship without it.
3: Yeah, I definitely think there's a difference between, you know, being open with your emotions and oversharing. I think in the beginning of what, like a romantic relationship, it's it's good and beneficial to be open with your feelings. But I feel like if, if you start saying too much, especially like what we were talking about, just jumping straight into relationships, not really knowing each other that well. It does not end well, especially whenever you basically tell them your whole life story at the very beginning it leaves you very vulnerable.
0: That is very true. Yeah. And telling your entire life story at the beginning, like you said, leaving you vulnerable. Um those one those one week situationships, uh they don't they don't end well when you tell somebody your entire life story because then that's somebody that is probably going to have some problem with you sometime down the road and they just have ammo and that's just giving them ammo. Um uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like having trust in somebody, like I personally, I don't feel like I overshare. I'm just very open and I'm comfortable with like, I don't care who knows what for the most part. And Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I know that's different for everybody, but me, myself, I don't feel like I have a problem oversharing as much as some people would. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so open to like the talking stage because... Getting to know likes and dicks, dislikes is. We are cutting that. No, <laughs> no, no. Getting to know likes and dislikes is something that just kind of is something that needs to be known up front because then you have kind of a, a common ground to uh, bait, like start everything off on.
3: Yeah, hundred percent
0: we have sat long enough on romantic relationships something that we can all kind of put a little more uh a more a little bit more input into just friendship like relationships with people um starting a relationship with somebody not even
3: like a romantic one but just professional relationships relationships like through friends like people that um <clears throat> that you have like a deep actual connection to i i honestly can't think of anyone that i would consider as a best friend like someone that has always been there you know like like all of us you know we were pretty close friends we talk a lot but i don't i don't think there is anyone i don't think there is anyone that i would consider a best friend you know that's always there
1: uh i remember noah you mentioning something about um having a relationship with this person brings the better out of you and like helps develop you and them right um i want to bring up a really good friendship that i've made through college um he is the uh for ensemble section leader he's really he's really cool he um you know he engages all of us especially in like in the sectionals and stuff and um it's the fact of like making us better to he gives like a bunch of advice and um i can literally just walk up to him and ask him a question he'd be happy to answer right so another point is that we, uh, started a Bible study, um, for those who don't know, I'm a a Christian and a proud Christian, um, and I, we started a Bible study, okay, and he, at the time, was rooming with our, our front ensemble, um, our front ensemble tech, right, and Mm -hmm. he was the head of this Bible study, too, and Noah actually joined it towards the end of there a little bit, but, um, that really, like, put my morals in check, and, like, helped me to develop my relationship with God and Jesus. And um, it's just, I'll say that he was a definite, like, if he wasn't there, I don't know where I'd be, to be honest. I, I say that it honestly couldn't be for everyone. But if he wasn't there, it's, it's kind of difficult to say where I'd be right now. And I just really appreciate him for that. So
0: yeah, that's good having those people that kind of guide you in the right direction or not, not even try to guide you in the right direction, but just like help you find yourself going in the right direction.
1: Yeah. Have y'all got
0: anyone like that i uh I have a group of people i i I have like a group of people like and I know this sounds all all like sappy and everything, but like honestly, just like the boys having my mm. friends like my two roommates are my best friends. I do a podcast with my best friends, like <laughs> it's just something that that really helps to blow off steam. I will say my closest friend is Aubrey, we work out together, we pretty much do everything together we do live together, we do live together. We do. Um, yeah. our roommates. they were roommates um everybody in my friend group i i pick people that i feel like are solid people to me um they may not be the best people i'm not looking for perfection you're not going to find perfection in anybody but like i just try to surround myself with people that are going to make me a better person and are going to uh be there for me no matter what decisions i make and i feel like i've done a really good job of that and i feel like i'm really good at picking the weeds in my life and I feel like somebody who I can't trust with with information's not somebody who I need to keep around
1: and you got anything you got any good friends that you keep real close that you know build you up as a person
2: Friends. well I have a few friends that I am very very close to but I do not have like one person that I go and tell everything to I don't think I tell everything to any person actually it's kind of uh, sad okay. um I had someone that I would tell everything to, but then they turned out to not um, know how to shut their mouth and keep the things that I told them in confidence to them. So yeah, Yeah, me too, especially whenever, okay. So if you're going to be friends with someone and you're going to tell them stuff and be like, you better not tell anybody, I'm going to be really, really pissed off and mad. And then, like, go tell everybody whenever I tell you something. It's like, that's the double standard that I'm not for. You know what I mean?
1: Any double standard in general you know what? is not good.
0: And double standards.
1: Yeah, facts. Yes. They're
0: dumb.
4: Yeah. Honestly, benefits of the talking stage right there. Benefits
3: of the talking stage? Figuring out their their green flags, red flags. What's wrong with red them? Flags. Why? All
4: the red flags.
3: Why you wouldn't want to be in a relationship with them? Yeah. You think drama would be a very simple one to be like, Oh yeah, this person's gonna create a lot of drama. Let's not do that. It's true. <laughs> and attraction then I did it also three
1: times. Attraction also blinds you from those things as well. Or it just makes you a normal, yeah. I'm I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna put in my little piece um that I feel like would benefit everybody to hear. Uh me personally, I don't care to talk bad about exes
3: mm-hmm.
0: um just because and everybody's gonna be like oh he's getting up on a soapbox you made that decision to date that person all right a anything you say about that person is going to reflect you as a person because mm-hmm. you're looking for somebody like that and you did look for somebody like that um I don't feel like it's necessary to talk bad about somebody that you truly had feelings for because do I still love somebody who i was with before do i still love everybody who i was with before yes i love I, I genuinely love everybody you don't lose you don't lose feelings for people you lose the want to be with somebody and you lose the feelings you had but you don't you don't lose like the care that you have for somebody like if somebody said one of my exes got into a car wreck right now i'd be worried mm-hmm. and it's just it's just because you don't lose that care for somebody obviously you move on and you don't you don't have the same you don't feel the same way you do about them. But it's just not necessary to talk to to badmouth somebody. I mean, pretty much anybody. But it's not necessary to badmouth somebody that you've you've dated in the past, dated seriously in the past. Because like, I don't agree with cheating. All right, but if somebody cheats on me, I'm not going to sit there and like absolutely lash out on them or lash out about them. Like, I'm not I'm not like that personally. And I'm not. I'm not going to stand for somebody else to to badmouth somebody else because of something that they had going on during a relationship.
4: I don't think that's they, necessarily true all the time though. Because back to the cheating example that you gave,
1: and you well, said that
4: a dip- if you're badmouthing someone, like you dated them, you looked for it, or like it's a reflection of you or whatever. I mean, obviously, I I figured going in, most people don't know that whoever they're dating is going to be a cheater. And, I mean, most of the time, if you find out you were cheated on. You break up with them pretty soon. So like, I mean, I'm not saying that people should go around and badmouth, but I'm just saying that just because you're talking bad about someone doesn't mean that you necessarily looked for and then overlooked the qualities while you were dating them.
0: Well, in it, my, my thoughts on this, there's a difference between badmouthing somebody and like dogging them and making an observation about a choice that they made in a relationship, because I can say somebody cheated on me, but nine times out of 10 she cheated on me has an and afterwards she cheated on me and she's a she cheated on me and she's he's whatever you know it it kind of it it starts with this is the type of person they turned into and this is how I feel this is this is how I feel and this is how I should I should have known this and I should have known that you know yeah like I understand making observations but like just openly bad-mouthing somebody I I'm not I'm not with it
3: has anyone here ever been cheated on in a relationship? At
1: least, not that I know of.
3: Has anyone ever been accused of cheating?
1: Uh, also not that I know
3: of. I know yeah. um, when I was dating one person, uh, we we get let out of school uh because there are storms, and my house does not have a storm shelter. But my friend was like, "Hey, you can come over to my house and hang out with us, right?" It was my friend, or it was my ex-girlfriend actually, and one of her friends. <laughs> So I went over to her house and we were just hanging out, right? Literally, there was a storm. They had a storm shelter. I did not feel safe at my house. And my girlfriend at the time was texting me. And we made the stupid decision of being in a Life 360 with each other. Absolutely Mm. awful idea. I don't know why. It was a very very toxic and abusive relationship, right? So obviously, her seeing that I was at my ex-girlfriend's house, she thought the first thing was I was cheating. She put accusations all over the place saying that I was a cheater, I cheated on her, I didn't really care for her, all this stuff, right? (laughs) And after being in this relationship for so long... I, I finally snapped out of it and broke up with her the next day, and it was the best I have ever felt, just being able to get out of that relationship. And, you know, the worst thing is, on, on the way home, my car, uh, I went around a turn too fast, and I skid into someone's yard. My car almost hits a tree, and then as I'm coming back up out of the road, almost hit a mailbox. So I'm absolutely terrified. My heart is beating, like like, I really thought I was going to die. And so I drive home, I get home, I am still shaking, absolutely just terrified. And I texted my girlfriend and my ex. I, I, I texted both of them and let them know what happened. My girlfriend did not care. Didn't she, she was just, she just said, she was just saying basically, like, if you wouldn't have gone over to this girl's house, then you wouldn't have had that experience. Whereas my ex was like, oh, are you okay? you know I'm so sorry if you need me I'm here all this stuff right and I think it goes back to what Noah was saying about it doesn't make sense to badmouth your ex-girlfriends for anything that they did I, th- I think it was definitely one of those relationships where it, we would have been better if we just stayed as friends you know
1: most yeah. times it always comes down to a communication issue like someone didn't tell me this I didn't tell this person that um and really communication is really important i know that's like a really overused statement nowadays but it really is really true um if you can't communicate well with each other then you're not going to be able to live with each
3: other later so that brings up a really good topic uh what are some ways that you think they could better their communication with one another
1: the first thing that comes to mind um is be aware of what could happen right if you know this person acts a certain way right and you believe that they might react to what you're doing could result in, in a miscommunication or something go ahead and let them know like hey i'm doing this for these reasons they should be able to understand you right if, if you if you both generally care for each other then you know that's that of course what whatever this person is doing yes be within reason right you can't just be like i'm doing this okay bye like Mm-hmm. And there has to be some some type of like reasoning supporting what you're doing
3: i think trust is definitely a, a big factor of it yeah yeah well.
0: yep. i feel like um as far as communication goes you have to understand each other a whole lot um when we talk to each other we communicate we understand each other uh but there's there's a lot of a lot of things like yes talking about what you're going to do like making sure that the other person's comfortable mm-hmm. cool and understanding where they come from Um obviously don't let somebody keep doing something you really, really want to do because they don't feel comfortable with it. Because obviously you're gonna have that understanding between you and the other person. And keeping a clear a clear line of communication is something that is very, very important because if any of that gets blurred, there's a lot of misunderstanding that um that comes out of it. And uh and I feel like that, that's a lot of things that break, break down a relationship because it's a, well, I thought you were okay with this. And it wasn't clearly stated, yes or no.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just wrote a contract.
0: I mean, you know,
1: for the people out there that want to do that, I mean, go for it.
4: So <laughs> communication, tell them the little things you don't like.
0: As, yes. Okay. With communication, be, I like, I like what Aubrey said. Be very, very clear and not afraid to tell somebody what you do and don't like because letting the small things slip through the cracks ends up letting bigger things go by and that just ends up turning into a boiling pot of stuff that doesn't get talked about that stays on your mind. I may not have had many
4: relationships or any, but uh, I hear a lot about them (laughs) and I hear that the little things that go unsaid in the beginning are what turn out to be big things that
1: blow up in the end
0: amen sister slay
1: slay a lot lot, lot of good content speaking of content we're on different platforms now
3: oh yeah make sure you check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, youtube instagram TikTok. like there's so much you can follow us on talk about a recent time when you have cried sorry i don't win i don't cry
0: I did a lot of crying like a month and a half, two months ago, but now I'm good.
1: Um, I can't remember when I cried last. Well, I can, but it was like a while ago.
4: Before December, I have no idea when the last time I cried was. But after that, there's been a few. Why'd you cry in December? Interstellar, <laughs> bro. It was my emotional awakening.
3: You cried in a movie? You cried in a movie?
0: Three times. I'm so proud of you. I am so proud of you. T- it was my emotional
3: awakening. I can only think of one movie that I cried in, and it's not even a movie you should cry at. It's Bolt. Yes, <laughs>
0: dude, dude, I don't <laughs> But point. look, I didn't cry the first time. So many. T- I was when I was younger. I was literally obsessed with that movie.
3: I didn't. <laughs> I never cried the first couple of times, but like <laughs> it was. It was like fall last year, and I was like, oh look, there's Bolt. I'm gonna rewatch it, and I cried my eyes out. It was so bad.
0: That's the I... only movie I've
3: ever cried at.
0: I cried at the end of Stranger Things season four.
2: I didn't. I I cried during some, like, parts of season four, but not, like, at the end of it. Like, everyone was like, you're going to be so sad. And I was like.
0: Shoulder shrug. Shoulder shrug. Verbally, she just
3: shrugged her shoulders.
4: I think before last December, the last (laughs) time I cried was sixth grade. Sixth grade.
3: Yeah. Would you cry about in sixth grade?
4: I have no idea. I just remember crying.
3: That's really unhealthy.
4: So like I mean if we're just going it was like the beginning of six, so I'll count sixth grade, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, halfway through twelfth. So like six and a half years.
0: Hey bro. You know what? Let's talk about the over like the underlying <laughs> social expectations of men and their emotions. All right. So bro, I accept them They should have hard. them
4: until they inconvenience the other people around them. Not love that's I'm awesome, saying,
0: bro. Like Going back to communication, like, do, like, I feel like we need to understand more that people aren't going to be as open as you want them to be. And I feel like, especially guys, we aren't as emotional in person. With each other, yes, we are emotional people. But with, like, members of the opposite sex, and even, like, with people we're not super close with, like, not that we're distant, but we just don't feel comfortable showing emotion because we feel like we're... Like low key condition to not do it, you know what I'm saying? Yep. This feels like Socrates talking to Glaucon and Adamantus, no. and it's literally like, yes, it is. It's literally
2: what? No, it, <laughs> follows, no, it
0: follows. It follows the same thing. I say, no, I say some. No, I say some dumb stuff, and then it's just undoubtedly very true. Oh. I say <laughs> some, that sense. In that sense, very yeah. True. Undoubtedly.
3: <laughs> All
0: right, guys. It's been a it's been a fairly decent episode. I feel like uh I feel like some some information was put out there for the general public to digest. Any last last things that we would like to say before we we let go of this episode?
1: Dating people's weird. Be careful.
3: That's Be my okay. case, Effectively, high school relationships are not it.
0: All right. Well,
2: uh, stay tuned for more episodes, and uh, thanks for listening does like, yeah